Hello and welcome to another episode of She Can Lead, a podcast where women in leadership positions share their experiences, lessons and tips to help inspire future generations of female leaders. I am Kanchita Khan, an intern at Viz Global, and my guest today is Lakshmi Pan. Lakshmi is the Accelerator Manager at the Melbourne Accelerator Program. She works closely with startup, mentor, and investor communities to drive startup success. Lakshmi is also passionate about empowering diverse communities through entrepreneurship. Her career spans from being a founder, program designer, and investment consultant through her roles at Startup Bootcamp, the Talent Institute Australia, and Vilgro India. She is also the founder and director of Illume Foundation, a social enterprise that helps graduates achieve a career in innovation, entrepreneurship, and impact. We will hear about her journey, her passions, and the lessons she's learned throughout life. Enjoy. Hello, Lakshmi. How are you? Hi, Kanchita. It's been so long. It's been like, what, three months since I last saw you? That's right. Yeah. It's, it's great to see you again. Yeah, yeah. Great to see you too. It's been a while since uh, university finished. And now I'm just like, I don't see Lakshmi anymore. I used to see you like twice every week. <laughs> yep. I missed that too. All right. So let's just get started. And why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about your journey and how you got to where you are today? Sure. Um, thanks for that. So um, my name is Lakshmi and I work at the University of Melbourne uh, for the program called Melbourne Accelerator Program, which is basically working with startups and helping them with uh, growing their businesses, connecting them with investors and network that will help them grow their business. So I really feel um, passionate to be in this area and really fortunate to be working with uh, really amazing um amazing people and smart people. So that's what I basically do um, in my day-to-day -day job. Um, and how I got here would be, I would say, passion, interest, and curiosity. So I originally started as an accountant, worked um, for five years as an accountant, did my CPA. But what I was always interested was in technology and learning about new things and, um, and venture capital industry. So I kind of worked uh, that on the side and tried to work on it um, to, to bring my passion to life. Um, and I did have to take a bit of a back step uh, to be where I am today, but at last I'm, I'm glad I did so. I took a chance on my career and, um, and I couldn't be happier than working at MAP today. That's wonderful. Tell us a little bit more about um, the back step that you had to do. Sure. Um, so yeah, basically, you know, graduating in 2009 um, as, a, as an accounting graduate, GFC hit. It was really hard to get a job. And as an international student studying in Australia, that was even worse. Um, anyhow, I landed up um, uh, in, in an entry-level position in accounting, but I kind of worked um, on it with the goal that um, you know, I wanted to learn everything about business. And that was the main reason why I had done accounting before. So I, um, I did my CPA, um, then, then realized that um, I, 
you know, really liked working with people than with spreadsheets and number and um, and so on. So I took I took a gap year. So after I finished my CPA and working for about five years, I quit my job, uh, went back to the university. So I studied at Macquarie University, doing my master's in business administration, focusing on entrepreneurship. Um, and I mean. Before that, you know, I had a series of events where I was keeping myself aware about what is happening in the venture capital industry in the Silicon Valley. Mm -hmm. I was learning about all cool technologies that were coming out. So that was always there. And um, so it was really good for me to go back and um, be again part of that, um, you know, academic um, setting, um, learn new skills. And after that, I thought, Wow, I finished my MBA. Everyone's going to give me a job, and I'm I'm going to get into the venture capital industry as I've always dreamed of. Um, but that wasn't the case. So I moved to the U.S. to be close to um, Silicon Valley. So I moved to the U.S., trying my luck there, and realized that you know it is a very closed, um, network-driven industry. And I wasn't able to get a job in the venture capital industry, but that really made me even more passionate about that area. And hence, um, I then came back to India, walked um, walked with an early stage. Um, investing company. So they were investing in social enterprises. And I worked with them for some time, worked with some startups, um, tried to start something of my own as well. So it really gave me that good perspective about what an enterprise formation takes place and, and things that really helped me to see from founder perspective. I really enjoyed working with the founders. And, um, and then I had the opportunity to come back to Melbourne, working for Startup Bootcamp as their entrepreneur in residence. Mm -hmm. Again, amazing experience learned a lot from there um, and when the role opened up at the University of Melbourne that really helped me to put all of my learnings and my passion together to really inspiring or aspiring the next generation of entrepreneurs and that's what I do through the program so all in all I would say that um, I had to take few risks uh, but I think it was again totally worth it um, the challenges um, that that I did made me a better person I would say yeah, yeah definitely I think a lot of lessons that we can take away from your story, frankly, because um, as an international student myself, things are definitely more challenging than if you were a resident of Australia. And um, oftentimes I feel like we feel a little bit siloed and we feel mm -hmm. a little bit trapped by the degree that we chose or the work field that we went into. Um, but you know, you seem to make it work where you had other interests and you managed to make something out of it. And even in the face of failure, you didn't really give up and you yeah. went ahead and kept going. Now that's wonderful. So throughout all of your journey, what would you say was your biggest challenge and how did you overcome it? Yeah. Um, so as you rightly mentioned, Conchita, just trying to move from one industry to another, um, making people believe that I was not just an accountant, but I could see the business overall. And uh, um, basically I'm a very much idea driven person. Like I really get excited with ideas and able to connect with ideas and people. But that's something that people wouldn't look at it that way. They would look at my resume and be like, oh, you know, you would be a really good financial uh, manager and things like that. And so just, 
getting people believe me that I was more than an accountant was very difficult and challenging at first. So I, I did a lot of activities to sort of come out of it, which was like, you know, writing blog posts about things that mattered to me, connecting with the right people and sharing with them what I knew and, and learning from them as well. That was important. The other thing was the network, right? And this is the problem that I had in 2005 when I came as an international student graduating in 2009. But also now when I look at other international students, I still feel like there is that lack of network that they can surround themselves with that mentorship that comes with the network so with that in mind the first thing when i um came to a position where i was able to network with other people and really understand what's happening in the industry i i have i feel that strong urge to give back to our community and hence i started um our social um enterprise or a non-for-profit called ilium foundation which is basically about helping students and graduates and particularly international students to surround themselves with the network and mentorship that is required. So we ran a pilot program last year. We had seven students go through the program. And amazingly, three of them have been offered full-time um, job with the companies that they were working. One, they got um, the placement so they could put all their learnings from their university into practical work environment. The next thing is the fellowship that they got through other students that were going through the program. So you were not alone anymore, plus the mentoring that it comes with. So you are being um, mentored by industry experts. And, um, and, and, I, and I think this is so important because if, if a program like this existed when I was going through the university, that would have made so much of a difference. Like I wouldn't have to waste my five years being an accountant. I could have straight gone to venture capital industry. So that's something that I want to do, like uh, in whatever capacity and in whatever ways I can help the next generation of graduates to um, to get back to the work or to especially like work in the area that they are passionate about or that they have been qualified for, I think is amazing. And hopefully we'll be able to support more um, graduates through the program, um, uh, through, through the Illum Foundation program. No, I 100% agree with you about the networking issue. I feel like all students, regardless of international or local, I feel like they just don't place enough value in networking events. They don't see the benefits from it. They think that they want to just stay home and study instead and get fantastic grades and that will just open up all doors for them. It's really not like that. Um, networking, getting to know people, exploring your passions through them. Because sometimes you don't really know that you're interested in something until you meet someone and you see them and they tell you what their industry is like. And that's yeah. how you can really sort of expand upon your skill set. I totally agree with you on that. What would you say to aspiring female leaders, especially those who are still studying or maybe graduated recently? Yeah, um, as cliche as it might sound, which is believe and you can make it happen. And that's my story, like coming from a really, really remote place in Nepal to, you know, being living in different parts of the world in India, in the US, and to really now working at one of the finest universities in Australia. I think it really came down to like believing that I could do um, and, and, you know, working hard towards it and connecting with the right people. Um, the other thing that I would say, especially for female founders or even like female graduates is that, you know, we are only limited to um, to to a certain thing by our own imagination. So really, like coming out of it, like you need to put yourself out there. Um, you know, you need to make people aware of, about the capabilities that you have and and the value that you can bring. Really, um, not being shy about it. We see that. Um, 
many of the women um, graduates as well as uh, women founders are a bit shy about their achievements. You know, I think like you should really showcase that, you know, you've done amazing stuff and um, and that's a really great way to put yourself out there. The other thing is um, really surrounding yourself with the right mentors and the network. And again, that comes down to being open to networking, being open to share and um, and yeah. Uh, we see, especially Conchita, in this women founders um, section that I'm actively engaged in, less than 2% of the funding goes to women founders. And the reason behind that is, you know, it's simply not talent pipeline is what most of the venture capitalists say. But at the same time, I think it goes both ways. That is, we don't see our representation in, you know, in our leading roles or venture capital industry. Um, and hence, we always feel like, okay, maybe that's somewhere we can't get there. But being able to see these amazing women leaders is, I think, really good. That kind of helps other women, um, aspiring women um, leaders or students to think about things or positions that they can be in. Um, and again, for women founders is really thinking that, you know, though you may be in the minority of the representation, you know, you've got amazing ideas, just go for it. Um, that would be my encouragement to any women uh, leaders, aspiring women leaders, graduates and uh, women founders. That's amazing, thank you. Um, is there anything you could say that men in particular can do to support female empowerment? Yes, I think they can do a lot. Um, in fact, most of the industries, in most of the industries, men hold the key, key yep. to those leadership positions. So really it's about creating that organizational structure or environment within the organization, whether that be either a startup or a big corporate, is really a platform for women to succeed. Um, really having like, you know, when you look at it, especially in big companies, you see that most of the women play key roles like HR and COO, but you need to be able to think beyond that. You know, it's mm -hmm. not just HR and, you know, a motherly kind of roles that they can play. They can be fierce uh, CTOs and CEOs and CFOs. So really giving them that opportunity, I think it's quite important and men can do quite a lot with that. The next thing is really about, um, you know, providing that mentorship. We always talk about, you know, lack of mentorship. Uh, it's not just about male to us, about female to female mentorship. I think it comes down to, you know, men being like one of the best mentors for female leaders as well. Um, and really taking women, um, women employee or women students that are starting out in their career um, as, um, as someone that you can groom, uh, but expect but but taking them for who they are so not expecting them to behave like a man you know what i mean like you know they they should they should feel authentic um in their own space and creating that environment for them to succeed yeah absolutely like appreciating their differences and just um not automatically assuming that their difference makes them weak yes that's no, absolutely right. yeah absolutely um finally do you have any resources to share with our audience yeah, um, you know, I really like this African proverb that says, um, if you educate a man, you educate an individual, but if you educate a woman, you educate an entire nation or a generation, right? And that's similarly thing for women graduates or also for, um, um, you know, for women founders is really giving that one opportunity which can open up many other opportunities. Um, so I would say, um, you know, for resourcing for, um, you know, aspiring, 
uh, women founders uh, or even like any founders in general is to look at some of the websites such as Startup Vic, which is a community for um, for people that are interested in startups. Then there is Launch Vic, which has a lot of grants available for founders. Um, again, there's a lot of grants available for female founders. And then if you're interested in, um, you know, taking your business to the next level, uh, going through programs like MAP or StartMet or Scalata, that would be quite helpful as well. And also wanted to plug in uh, the organization that I am working for, which is Ilium Foundation. So if you are a graduate, you don't have to be female graduate. If you are a graduate in any uh, industry and are really looking to work in a startup or um, and also have that you know, network and mentorship available, then you know, um, I would say do check us out, which is iliumfoundation.org. And we are actually recruiting for our next program, which is going to happen in, um, in April, um, April to May, which is an eight week program. So would definitely um you know encourage you all to um look into that um we're running an info session this friday at 5 30 p.m so if you guys are free join join in as well through our event right page um that's all uh, Conchita. fantastic i'll definitely keep an eye out for that lakshmi thank you so much for being here today and telling us about your journey i'm sure our audience will find this very valuable as i have thanks Conchita. And I know firsthand the work you do is really amazing and you're a great mentor. Just, you know, <laughs> coming from a <laughs> you really are a great mentor. I always felt very um, supported by you and I always felt like I could talk to you about anything, even like personal issues. Yeah, you're, you're amazing. <laughs> oh, thanks so much. That's really kind of you to say that. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you for listening. I hope you found Lakshmi's story inspiring and it encouraged you to challenge the status quo and make your dreams come true, regardless of what degree you have or what's on your resume. To learn more about Lakshmi's social enterprise, Illum Foundation, please click on the link in the description. Stay tuned for more episodes with powerful female leaders. See you next time.